And if you drove past at night, there's a certain spot where you could sit and watch movies without the sound. You're outside of the gate, so I wasn't ripping anybody off. And I'd often drive up to the top of the hill and watch the movie, and I suddenly realised, ah, oh, it was the... It's like visual music, so I, I, I got into this habit of watching movies on a plane or in a hotel or something without the sound. It's ironic, you might have been the only person in that drive-in movie actually watching the movie, because that's not why people went to them. <laughs> and you weren't even paying. <laughs> I want to show a little bit of a film you made in, in 1971 with, uh, with Byron Kennedy when you were still a medical student. This is uh, Violence in the Cinema, Part 1. Mass audiences around the world have found the new violence, or so-called ultraviolence, immensely watchable. And an influential body of film critics have found it intellectually attractive and artistically valid. <laughs> that one in AFI for best short film. Can you tell me about the making of that? How did you make it? It was it was a very interesting film because had we not made had we not actually made the film, I don't think I would have been in, in the industry because uh, it was too controversial for, the, uh, for, for a certain award, but, but David Stratton and Ross Zahns, who then at the time ran the, the Sydney Film Festival, decided to put it in the Sydney Film Festival and that led to ultimately to Mad Max being made. You were still a medical student, so uh, you and Byron... By then I think I was a doctor. You were, yeah. you had to be. Yeah, right. Those were genuine gunshot wounds. You could do no, that. No, you yeah, were qualified. No, no, no. Uh, you uh, set up your room as an edit suite. Is that right? Oh, I shouldn't say this, but uh, I was working at. I was in my second year at St Vincent's as a as a as a resident, and uh, there's a residence quarters, and and Byron set up an editing room, and in between calls, he'd call me over and. To have a have have a look, uh, you know, come off the ward and have a look at the latest cut. And and were you looking after injured people and casualty and going, that's very interesting. We could use that. <laughs> <laughs> the freaky no, doctor. Not quite Andrew, but it, it 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 affected me. Being a doctor, you know, affected me uh, a lot. It was it's pretty brutal, what what can happen to a human being. And I, I was never could re never reconcile that. So it, it did influence my filmmaking a lot. I'd like to talk about two other uh, men that have been very influential in your life. The first, of course, being Byron Kennedy, who, who died in a helicopter crash in 83. And I remember reading at the time, or afterwards, it was as if half of you had been taken away. Is that how it felt? Well, yes, I, I, it, was a, it was a big thing. I mean, I have a twin brother, and we spent, John and I spent 24 years together. We went with exactly the same class right through medical school. And then I suddenly became a filmmaker and Byron became my filmmaking brother. And we were, like my twin brother, we were very complimentary. I mean, he was, he was, a, he was a cameraman, he was, uh, he was great on sound. He, he was a very interesting guy, but he insisted on teaching himself about, ev about everything. He taught himself to be a cameraman. So we were very complimentary. What I, what I was able to bring, what he was able to bring, to filmmaking was very, very, uh, extremely com complimentary. As you broached new technical frontiers with things like Happy Feet with uh, motion capture, uh, you must have thought of Byron. He would have absolutely reveled in that. That's exactly right, Andrew. I mean, the big waste when somebody's taken young 
is 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 what might have been. Now he never saw. I mean, he never saw a fax machine. He never saw. I mean, the web. He never saw. He, this guy just sucked up technology. An iPhone would have been a, a magic to him. To think that. To think that. You know, not a couple of decades later, we, we're hardly using celluloid, and the technology of something that you use in making something like Happy Feet is extraordinary, uh, undreamed of 20 or 30 years ago. It's, uh, we, they were the dark ages. It was astonishing, actually. I'd like to show you another man that had a, a big impact on you. That was during Witches of Eastwick. He basically kept you sane on that film, didn't he? <laughs> Yeah, he did. Which is scary when you yeah. look at that. He, he, he did, and you know how he did it? He said, he used to sh shorten everyone's name. He called me Jidge. He said, Jidge, you got to make, I can't do his accent, you got to make them think you're a little crazy. He said, you're too nice.